right, welcome to our second episode of Behind the Tape. I am your host, Chief Bobby Martin with the Snowflake Taylor Police Department. And today, kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk about and get some information out to everybody is something that was significant for our police department that happened last year um, and that is going to continue on for us for the foreseeable future, and that is accreditation. Um, through the state of Arizona, there is an accreditation process called ALEAP, which is the Arizona Law Enforcement Accreditation Program. And what that program does is it establishes a set of um, guidelines, directions, policies, procedures, um, basically 175 different standards that agencies must meet to be able to become state certified or state accredited agencies. And in 2021, last July, um, we became the somewhere between the 11th and 17th agency in the state of Arizona to become accredited. And the reason I say somewhere in between is because the date that we were accredited, we were one of six police agencies that were accredited that same day. So <clears throat> really on the forefront of this accreditation process, I myself am a accreditation manager. So I have a responsibility to the accreditation uh, program to where I go out and actually evaluate other police departments throughout the state of Arizona in regards to these 175 standards. So it's something that we really wanted to get heavily involved in, something that our previous chief, Larry Scarber, started us on the road to, and we really wanted to achieve the accredited status simply because that has never been done in the history of the Snowflake Taylor Police Department. And it's a highly sought after um, award uh, nationally as well as at the state level. And so we really wanted to delve into that and, and go through it. So basically what it is, is it's a self-initiated assessment um, of our police department. So we decide we decided in January of 2019 that we wanted to go down the road of accreditation and go through that process, which the first step in that process is to begin with a complete review and assessment of all of your department policies and procedures and get them up to date with the most current uh, trends and the most current best practices within the state of Arizona and within law enforcement. And once that's done, um, by far that was probably the most complex portion of the accreditation process. Um, there are a lot of police policies and procedures uh, that run a police department. And so <clears throat> there was a lot to go through and make sure everything was up to date and current. Um, once those department policies and procedures are updated, then you begin connecting each one of those policies and procedures to one of the 175 standards that you must meet. And what I mean by a standard is there will be a, a level that you have to meet for, say, um, roles and responsibilities within your police department. Um, each, each position must have a role. They must have separate responsibilities. 
and those must be clearly defined in your policy and procedures. Not only do they have to, to be defined, but your agency has to be abiding by those policies and procedures, by those rules and responsibilities. And that was just one of 175 different standards that we had to meet. And so you put your policy in place. It reflects your, um, your standards. It reflects the roles and responsibilities that your agency employs and who does what at the police department. And then you add proof of that by assigning those roles and responsibilities accordingly and showing your, like an organizational chart as to who belongs to which role and who has what responsibility. So that was just one step, one process, one proof or that we had to provide in regards to that standard. So once all of those standards are met, you have your policy connected to all 175, whatever policy it is that fits that standard, goes into that standard, and then you do that for all 175. You then contact the, it's then time for what they call a mock assessment. And what that means is um, because of because our entire assessment process is done electronically online, we contact the elite board. They find two to three mock assessors that remotely access your online uh, assessment process, and they go through it with a fine-tooth comb. They check every policy, they check every procedure, they check every standard, and they make sure what you, what we submitted as the standard and proof for that standard met that criteria. Once that is done, then a, a on-site inspection is scheduled where anywhere from two to three assessors, depending on the size of the agency, will go to an agency, go to a police department, and they will do an on-site inspection in reference to those 175 standards. To go inspect another agency, the officer inspecting that agency cannot be from that region. So for instance, if I were to go inspect another police department, which I have in the past, I did Salt River Police Department back in 2019 or 2020. And so the responsibility was go there and do their on-site inspection. Myself and Chief Spivey from St. John's PD uh, completed their on-site inspection because we have no connection to their police department. So completely unbiased, it's completely um, just a matter of checking the standards and making sure the police department fits within those standards. So during the on-site inspection review process, they actually do interviews with staff members. They take photos of your police department. They take photos of your community. Um, some of you listening may remember them going around throughout the community and asking different community members about the police department and how good of a job or how poor of a job the police department was doing and kind of what the sense of the community was in regards to the police department. They really want to get firsthand knowledge. They ride along with the police officers and they go to calls and they try to get the experience of the police department as much as they can in the time frame that they have. The on-site inspection usually takes about a day and a half to complete. Once it's done, those two assessors go home and they review their assessment, they create a report, and they submit it to the elite board for approval. 
So all in all, our entire process from start to finish took us two and a half years to complete the entire process. And a lot of that was simply because we didn't have staff assigned like a bigger agency would to actually just focus on the assessment of the police department. That fell on me and my, my roles and responsibilities as a chief hindered and interfered with that assessment process. So it just took an extended amount of time um, for us to get that completed. But as I stated before, in July of 2021, we were awarded the um, ALEAP accreditation standards, um, became one of the first accredited police departments in the state. And again, the first time the police department has ever received that status in its history. So all in all, that's all well and good, but what really does that mean for the town and the police department? Um, one, of the, one of the biggest benefits from being an accredited police department is the knowledge and understanding that our police department is doing the absolute best practices that we can within the state of Arizona, guiding us, directing us, and, and helping us move forward, ensuring that we meet those criteria and we provide the best product, the best level of service, the best whatever you want to call it, to our community and to the members of the communities of Snowflake and Taylor. On top of that ability and that process of making sure we provide the best level of service that we can, that accreditation also minimizes the agency's exposure to liability um, in regards to vicarious liability lawsuits. So becoming state accredited, uh, you know, vicarious liability attorneys know that we already meet those standards. Um, they know what those standards are. They help design and build those standards. And so it's one of those things that is great for not only us, but it also saves the community in regards to tax dollars being paid to cover those vicarious liability lawsuits. So it's a huge benefit to our police department. It has significantly increased our accountability to not only ourselves, to each other, um, to other agencies, and but also to our community as well to ensure that we continue down the best practices road and continue to provide the best level of service that we can. Now that we have received that accredited status, our next step is we do a, an audit every year of those standards to continue to ensure that we have upgraded and updated policy and procedure um, as changes come from the federal side or from state level legislation, we want to make sure that we meet that criteria and that we continue to develop those policies and procedures in line with those best practices. After four years, we will go through the entire process from start to finish again. So we will do an entire review of all of our policies and procedures, realign those 175 standards with our policies and then have another on-site inspection and do the entire process all over again. So I couldn't be happier for our staff, um, couldn't be happier with our staff uh, really taking on this project. Um, it was a lot of work um, and it was a lot of 
arduous, tedious information being put into a, a system to be reviewed and had having never seen anything like this before, I think our staff did a fantastic job, pushed hard, did everything we needed to do and got that accreditation award um, given to us. And I couldn't be happier with that. So all in all, I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a background as to our credit to status, what that means for us, that process, what that means for the community, and you know, give you guys a little bit of insight into what that process consisted of and what that process does for our community. So once again, as always, thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast this week. Uh, please join us next week. And I hope to have a couple of guests on to discuss school safety um, as we get prepared and buckle down for the summer and be, get ready for school to start up again in August. Um, what we're doing to not just within our community, but countywide to provide an increased level of safety and security um, with multiple agencies across the entire county. So hopefully that'll work out. If not, I'll have another topic for you. Um, but we will discuss that at some point in time. We just got to hopefully figure out scheduling and get that taken care of. But again, thank you for joining us and we will talk to you guys next time. See you later.